Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the Raw Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the Dadly Boys of What Culture. Michael Hamlet and Michael Sidgwick here to look ahead to tonight's episode of Man and Hour Hour. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, where we're not going to review Raw, but also SmackDown, NXT, but oh, oh. AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete. A little bit of a good quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, they're joined by Hamlet and Sidgwick to look ahead to Monday Night Raw and a stat show tonight, <laughs> Michael Hamlet. Two huge returns on the cards and a world title match. Well, aye, and then if I take the piss out of it after you've said that, it seems like I'm being cruel and harsh to some of the stuff I've actually announced, doesn't it? There's a couple of things on this show that... Uh, a local medical facility pass. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, a couple of things that are worthy of preview discussion, the rest is going to be speculative nonsense like usual. Yep. And even the world title match that you've bigged up there is a big deal feels something else swallowed up by what I'm finding to be a wretched build to SummerSlam. A truly all-time worst ever build to SummerSlam. Well, um, until Friday night you were. Yeah, I mean, finally they did something that just made a bit of sense. You know, I was just waiting for the logic to uh, to step in and, like, try and sell a few more tickets to the big stadium show. So they've done that. That's fine. That's safe. And they're obviously back on autopilot for Raw tonight. Do you think he'll show up tonight, Double J? No, God, no. He was no. there all the time. He didn't even... I know, but that's, that's what I was saying. Like, he didn't even show up for the pull apart that he was required to get in the middle of. He's not like... He'll work for 35,000 people in Nashville. I'm going to go on television. Diminish his legacy. Think of uh, Double J being added to the tag team title match. Not added. He's the special guest referee. He had a gimmick in 1995 that was vaguely associated with the host city. Therefore, he should be, despite being woefully unqualified, I suspect, the special guest referee. <laughs> Love that. Love that. It's going to make it really hard for these idiots to go, oh, this is better. Yeah. It's going to be very hard when Jeff Jarrett's wearing those big stupid glasses <laughs> in the middle of the ring, just demeaning everything. Funny. This feud has been absolutely rotten. Unbeaten in, in 2022 in the ring, unbeaten in life forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but in terms of returns, the big one, I suppose, tonight is the return of social media megastar Logan Paul. I'm quite intrigued by this because, I mean, he's ostensibly a heel. Yeah. But, I mean, the Miz Worse, to reverse the <laughs> who says Miz Worse, he's going to have him on Miz TV tonight and, along with his new best mate, Champa, try and persuade him to be mates again. 
there is a slim chance. Like, I don't want to get people's hopes up for anything, but there is a slim chance this could be like an all-timer legendary car crash and something that we cannot wait to talk about tomorrow in that. Uh, is it Logan or Jake? I can never remember. And had the Jake's the worst one. Seconds. Jake's the boxer. This is, this is lesser of two evils. Right, yeah. Even when... So before, like, the WrestleMania match, and he kind of highlighted in a wrestling context just how could he... I think I don't actually know anything about the polls. I don't know anything. No, nothing at all. Which one was the one that boxed? Did one box They Mayweather? both boxed. Um, uh, Logan boxed Mayweather. Right. Okay. Which is Jake's, Jake's boxed a lot now. Logan boxed KSI. and So he's 0-1. Right. And then went, trying to transition to Floyd Mayweather. Mayweather is yeah. then, yeah. Logan, like, had really good natural heel instincts, as you would expect anybody to do that has been under a spotlight long enough and is able to do that wrestling thing of being yourself but turn up to whatever and all that kind of stuff. But as well, he was probably... Um, empowered a little bit by the build-up promos where he was booed mercilessly in the buildings. Mm-hmm. He must have thought, this is great. My job is to be a bad guy and the people already hate me. The hard work is done. And then it turned out that he had, um, you know, something of an aptitude for it. Like, the, the fundamentals were remarkably decent and he was doing more with the space between than three-quarters of the people that come out of the performance centre. Genuinely, right? Yeah. To then now have to go out there and try and be an earnest baby face against He wants to champion. be a baby face. Well, weirdly. Um, which is playing to his vanity, I guess, isn't it, as somebody that has, you know, come up through the culture with which he's become a success story in. Uh, it might go horribly wrong, and then we're going to be dealt so many funny visuals of Logan Paul having to be a babyface, Miz following the script but doing what Miz does in these situations and trying, to be fair to him, to get something out of this, and Champa looking like the sparest prick in the history of spare pricks at weddings. Like, this could be a total disaster, and I'd, I'd be quite here for it. If the fans treat him as a good guy then WWE are going to give him this dreadful di- like this dreadful sort of scripting. Uh, he's going to have this awful dialogue back and forth with him. Is He's going to be totally dislikable, and yet you're supposed to cheer for this guy that's going to come out head-to-toe in his brand and plug in his water bottles or whatever. Prime, yeah. Yeah, like it's like unlikable trash. That's the, that's the game. When he used to do videos for sending him into WWE, you spot the Prime because he's trying to shield for his own. He's got this drink that he's made with KSI. He's oh, a British yeah. YouTuber. Uh, and he would just—he's quite a good businessman. He just like, yeah, just happy to be signing this contract with WWE. Ooh, just got a bit, bit thirsty there. Oh, for, uh, now I'll finish signing this contract <laughs> with WWE or whatever. It's kind of spunt. Is that what it is? <laughs> uh, yeah, sprunt. Sprunt. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, Mrs. Got tiny balls, right? He got little tiny balls. Looks like little marbles. Looks like he's got two extra. Uh, his cock looks like it's an extra third ball. Now that can't be right. Because I saw a T-shirt on, in, on Mrs. section of WWEshop.com that says, Hello, my balls are massive. <laughs> Merchandise wouldn't lie to us, would it? Just saying my birthday's in about three weeks, <laughs> boys. <laughs> They've teased the fact that Logan Paul's ultimate direction is as a baby face. And it's my somewhat dim memory. It's the Fed. I don't really take it in. It's my somewhat dim memory that the WWE universe weren't really receptive to it. And they try to do sort of hints of like, oh, I don't actually hate Cleveland as much as you do, Miz. And the guys in the audience said, hey, hey, he's putting us over, man. <laughs> Let's cheer this ass. They didn't do that. They no. were just like, when Miz- you're an incredibly detestable YouTuber, so why, yeah. why would I cheer <laughs> yeah. for you, irrespective of where you're from? Yeah, when Miz attacked Logan Paul after their match with the Mysterios, that was everyone in the crowd going, oh, I guess Miz is a babyface now then. Yeah. <laughs> Not, oh, how could he do that? I must feel yeah, sorry for you do person. that to Logan Paul? Yeah. So I have to echo Hamlet's take, like, they're going to do something where Logan Paul's going to say something to the effect of, um, well, I've heard uh, a rumour 
that you haven't got the balls Ooh. to face me. In fact, I've heard that your balls are... Uh, and he's just going to go... Eh. That's me on an audio <laughs> podcast, like holding the microphone in the vague direction of an audience that isn't there. And he's going to go, I heard that your balls are... Eh. Tiny. And then tiny balls. Tiny <laughs> balls. Tiny then, balls. Except... No one wants to say tiny balls to the Miz, who they are otherwise happy to receive as a heel and have been for several years. Mm-hmm. And they're not really into Logan Paul, so that's just they're Logan just gonna, balls. Logan balls. So they're just going to go. I think it's going to happen tonight. I think he's going to say right. Well, I, Miz is going to actually be like, oh, I knew you were never going to become friends with me again because I stole all the spotlight at WrestleMania. Blah blah blah. Well, my balls actually, Logan, are awesome. And Logan, and then they're gonna do a weird two man. Remember when the next used to surround the ring, but did it with just two people, mm. Miz and Miz and Champa. Um, and then uh, Logan's gonna say, "Well, I've been told in the past that my balls are phenomenal." And then AJ Styles will probably come and partner him or something. All of that, but instead of when he says, "My balls are phenomenal," out come the ball family, and the Miz is like, "Oh, not them again!" <laughs> oh God, yeah. Who's <laughs> ass? Like. This is. <laughs> Tonight could be as bad as that. With any, with any look. That's what we're hoping for. That's yeah. it. That's, with that's any look, this is going to get deafening silence. Yeah, if this, this, I'll tell you what. If this, if this is rubbish. New rule. We're just going to redo the five star review for that segment again. I know we did it like six months ago, but it was the so most good. fun I've ever had. to the ring. Dean Ambrose's face comes out. He's wearing like the t-shirt, whatever the brand is. He's like, what? The it's the big baller brand. Oh, the big baller brand. Big baller brand. Oh, my balls are massive. Big baller brand. Well, it's just something like that. Five-star review, review, short crap wrestling related. We've done that one before, but if you can find any more of the ball family on WWE television, I'd be more than happy to review it. Uh, right, Siege, that's not the only potential return tonight. Allegedly, oh God, that means we're going to have Miss TV and the KO show on. Oh, they might have some time for some wrestling. I'm sure Bianca Belair can help them out with that a little well, bit. Well, they managed to slot 13 minutes into a two-hour smackdown a couple of weeks ago, yeah. didn't they? So. And it was still the best show of the week. Um, Kevin Owens hosting the KO show. He's been away for a few weeks, obviously. He was meant to face... One of Elias, Ezekiel, or Elrod for a spot on Money in the Bank. Bring Elrod back. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, I mean, it, let's be honest. Debut the, him, even. Yeah, the Ezekiel character needs Kevin Owens to sort of bounce off of, doesn't he? Yeah, the Ezekiel character's kind of dying a death in there. Um, yeah, just proceed as if the last few weeks didn't happen. Ezekiel's doing now. Kevin Owens has obviously been doing now. Bring them back together so I can go like this. Uh, I really like to watch Raw, and instead of uh, looking like, if you were to imagine my face when I'm watching this program, and how kind of like dead behind the eyes and like emotionless I am, just imagine face uh, Tom Phillips. That picture is just like, "Eh." (laughs) that's how I watch the show, just in a complete state of all like, you know, Orange Cassidy, or just uh, David Flair. That's who I look like when I'm watching Mm. Raw. David Flair, mm. who, as I've said in the past in various articles, mega fans will forgive me. Everyone's like, hate Vance. Everyone's like, uh, Mordecai. 
Carrion Cross, you know, all these rubbish supernatural gimmicks. If they wanted the most eerie presence oh. <laughs> alive to play the next fabled next Undertaker, it's not your Wyatt, it's not your Mordecai's or anyone in that rubbish field of wrestlers. It's David Flair. I love Psycho David Flair with Crowbar. He was so believable, wasn't he? Yeah, no. Like, that guy's gone behind the eyes. There's trouble. I don't think there's anything there. Trouble in the old Flair household. <laughs> David Flair gives me the creeps. <laughs> <laughs> so why am I on top about David Flair? Uh, Kevin Owens returning tonight. Don't know how I got there. Um, yeah, make me go. <sighs> Book. Like, the gauntlet match for SummerSlam. It's a match. Like, I want all three. Oh, my God. Yeah. I want oh all three yeah. at SummerSlam. I'll do. It. I'll go one on three, Ezekiel. I'm not scared of you or your stupid family. And you can Owens can be trying to do that thing where he's trying to stay above it and saying like, oh, three, <laughs> and then gradually sort of talks himself into it. I'll take on all three of you, and then genuinely believe and hang on. I'm gonna have to fight three wrestlers. Jesus like Christ, that's inspired. And that's what. Yeah, I don't know how they like let them work out the trickery, but that's the that's, that's the match. Sell a tape people, of beard on the f- people will want to watch that. <laughs> Just, What's Elrod's bit? So like, Elias has, first. has he got like a hat or something like that? So he's clean shaven, beard. So go goatee, presumably. Yeah, yeah. Or just add some uh, little little tiny balls. Like <laughs> when Seamus had those beard balls. Oh like yeah, Elrod can have like a little hippie beard. I love that. What do you reckon to my big return? Well, everyone said you look like an idiot. No one, no one paid any point <laughs> back. No, I d- what is going on here? What's all this about? If the Fed did this, though, and they promised, like, this all-time really funny mid-card, like, something that could go down in his, like, fondly remembered mm. tier is, like, Mizdow or something like that. But this, like, all-time... Remember when they did a mid-card stupid comedy bollocks and it was actually quite good? It could be remembered for years and years. The, the gauntlet match with all of the Elias brothers and, like, Ezekiel wins first. <laughs> and then it's just done. It's just done. Owens is living. Does it, does like the, steals it with a roll-up, so Owens is wide away. What the? F- now we can't have it. Just doesn't, need, just doesn't need it <laughs> yeah. on the gauntlet. Um, Citric mentioned Flair there. Yeah. Could Ric Flair show up tonight? I don't know. Tw- I'll read this tweet. He tweeted an hour ago at time of recording. On July 31st, I'm coming after one of your own. Well, it's Ashton. July the... Uh, but that's his match, isn't it? That's the date yeah. of his match. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I thought that as well. Uh, and he's hashtag WWE Raw, and tonight at 6.05, the entire world will find out hashtag Ric Flair's last match. So that's presumably announcing his opponent, but he's tagged Monday. I mean, obviously, the night of Raw, so maybe yeah. he's thinking he's going to get piggyback some attention off that. But this is a big story, this who's Ric Flair's opponent, or indeed, what's the match? There's absolutely loads of speculation. Uh, it's hard for people to picture, people, myself included, all of us, to picture Ric Flair working a straight-up singles match against anybody, mm-hmm. you know, in his decline in health. Tag matches are obviously possible, but it's whether or not people really want to get in there with him. He sort of worked something with Chris Jericho last week. Um, I made a flippant remark about him setting something up with Kenny Omega on Twitter, and that being Omega's return match. A yeah. uh, little bit of chat in the office today, started by me. I don't want to put words in Cedric and Murray's mouth about him teaming with um, Andrade against Sting and Darby Allen. Ooh. Sting links and all that sort of stuff, and he doesn't have to do much on the apron, does he? He could just tag. And it is probably just tied to this. I don't think Tony Khan wants a single bloody thing to do with the potential death of Ric Flair. Yeah, see, that's a very legitimate risk and possibility. So I think I have the answer to what he's going to do on Raw and what's going to get announced tonight. Jeff Jarrett. What? What? So I reckon Jeff Jarrett is going to go double bubble in Nashville, and referee on the Incredible. referee on the Sunday 
give Ric Flair a nice safe send off on the Saturday, all in Nashville. Well, oh, no, he'd be working Saturday, wouldn't it? He'd come straight from the Flair match to referee. Jarrett could. Like, Jarrett can go forever. Uh, nice figure. He did all the Ric Flair stuff when he was in WWE, the figure four, the strut. He would like, it was like Fargo stuff, but he could just, you know, pivot that to being Ric Flair. Uh, and he said, and Flair's announces on, because it, it's a Conrad deal, isn't it? So mm. Jarrett does the podcast. Like, there's, you know, there's, it's all a bit incestual, that is. So yeah, uh, Jarrett does the, is announces the opponent. And then it turns out it's been done in league with WWE a little bit, whereas, you know, typically these outside interests are not anything WWE wants to touch. Ric Flair got put back in the uh, video package a couple of weeks. So, yeah. yeah the, you know, with his, with it, like, on the then. So it's Woo. Woo. They put Woo That's what he says. That's his catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Oh, got him! What the f is causing all this? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I'll go with uh, Jeff Jarrett and WWE actually having a hand in all of this. Should we play the game? I've got the uh, alumni page. Oh, Ric Flair's last opponent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Typically. Okay. I don't think it's going to have anything to do with WWE tonight. Typically, Ric Flair would be the, like, oh, no, don't want to mention his name. We'll go on to the next one. Mm. And now we're looking for an opponent for him. Uh, I'm scrolling, Sid, through the WWE alumni page. Tell me when to stop and pick me a number between one and four. And that is who? Stop. Okay. Four. He's not busy, Johnny Gargano. So, <laughs> um, look, they could do the "I'm sorry, I love you" <laughs> because Johnny Gargano's just as cheesy as uh, Shawn Michaels was. <laughs> so maybe this could actually work. No, Gargano could. Uh, he could do some things as a seventy-year-old. Probably, he's very, very gifted. You very versatile, and he can give. Would you like to have a? Yeah, please. Okay, tell me when to stop. Uh, two. <laughs> Papa Shango. <laughs> let's I mean, not. Well, let's let's not fantasy book anything to do with that. Card to see Metal Cursed. So yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ric Flair's last match is just covered in goo. Uh, Papa Shango can goo. Just uh, nicks his forehead as his tradition, and just goo comes out. <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, who leaves as Raw Women's Champion tonight? The title Bianca is Belair. on the line. It's, it's a tough one to call both. Bianca you know, Belair. have been champions in the past. Bianca Belair lost. Is the, the winner. End. She lost last yeah. week, though, mm-hmm. due to, to Becky Lynch's this match is, is a convenient narrative. We don't know who's going to go to SummerSlam to face Bianca Belair for the title. So who do you think? I'm going to tell you right now, if you're not unaware, Bianca, is, is Bianca Belair's in the match yeah. versus Carmella. I'm, I'm, go- I'm going with Carmella. No, it's this, this is what I'm talking about, right? This is a... I might not watch this. <laughs> it's fairly the only bloody wrestling on this show at this rate. Fairly shameless filler considering that they've done the, uh, well, she's got to defend the title against her tonight after what happened last week. What about after what happened at the Premium Live where Bianca Belair won clean easily in like six minutes? <laughs> yeah. And then Carmella decked her slightly. Didn't even like use a weapon, wasn't like, didn't like bludgeon her or anything. I like just like knocked her in the back and left her. It's <laughs> a real quiz. Full confession, right? I um, was away that weekend, so yeah. I was just catching it up. Double speed. No, it didn't matter. It's not, it's not that important. Premium Live event at the end of the day, right? And... Uh, <laughs> I missed the attack because literally she was like, KOD, one, two, three. I went, cool, skip to the next match. And then I came in a few days later and people were like, well, Trekking's next and the whole Carmella, uh, Bianca. But I think I was like, I thought it was fairly definitive, to be honest. Well, it was. Yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> and, well, yet, yeah. and yet here we are, three weeks later. I love that. Just it's, it's, the, it's the Christian one more match thing, but at least then he had some sort of weird justification. She's just like, well, I lost and then I won a count out courtesy of the woman who's actually going to fight for the yeah. title at SummerSlam. You know that weird thing where, um, like, nobody knows their own characters like wrestlers, even when their characters are just all over the shop because they're WWE wrestlers, right? I saw something Carmella had tweeted, and I don't have a problem with wrestlers trying the hardest to make something make sense for themselves on Twitter, right? Just do what you need to get through this weird job you've got working for Vincent McMahon. She was like, uh, <laughs> seems like uh, people forgot about me at SummerSlam last year. I'm not going to let them this year. And... That was obviously to promote this match, right? But the argument she was using was that uh, when people showed clips of Becky Lynch returning to beat uh, Bianca Belair mm-hmm. in 20 seconds, whatever it was, it was like she's been edited out of the footage. Yeah. It's like, don't mention that. Don't, don't remind people that you were in there because basically <laughs> they promoted Sasha Banks, including the video package, up to bell time. And then they, oh, used, yeah. and then they used you to basically troll the audience to build a pop for Becky Lynch returning. That's what you were there for. I don't want to... Seems like you forgot I was there last year too. Yeah, for a reason. That's what we were supposed to do. What are you doing? Like, is, is everyone that desperate to just attach law to anything going on in their, <laughs> in their characters' interior lives at this point? That they'll just, they'll talk about anything. I just I feel sorry for them. I feel genuine sympathy for these near millionaires because of the strange employment they've got. I feel nothing. <laughs> I feel almost less than nothing. Bianca to win. Yeah. Well, now we've dealt with that. Is the big question that I've been waiting to ask you all week long. Michael. What celebrity am I thinking of for not 20 questions? Oh, okay, good. Uh, oh, I haven't got one yet. Okay, well, you think of that. Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't need a bit of time. Right. But this might tax your brain a little bit, because I need to know from you, Michael Sidgwick. What's next for Dolph Ziggler? Oh, my God. <laughs> right, here's what's going to happen, obviously. Right, so if you missed it on Raw, and, you know, you probably did. I think people generally listen to these podcasts instead of consuming the content directly. Um, So Austin Theory is like the new chosen one. Fast-tracked to success, endorsed by Mr. McMahon on screen himself. 
And, you know, he's got the US title, he's Mr. Money in the Bank, he's had his big WrestleMania moment, he's, you know, the apple of the boss's eye. So Dolph Ziggler, do you know what you had to do to get to recognition in WWE? What's that? He had to scratch and claw and work and scratch and claw. Nothing was ever given to Walt Deasy. <laughs> I had to work for it. I had to scratch, claw, <laughs> and be boring. What? Um, Send back to a WW in a goddamn crate. WWE scripting thing where they repeat the word, right? So Dolph Ziggler, he's going to say, when I was shaking hands, you were shaking what? Uh, like a rattle? Is that like the age gap between yeah, the two? Yeah, like they yeah. love that little bit of repetition, yes. don't they? Like the, like... I was okay, shaking yeah, hands yeah. when you were just shaking a rattle in your crib or something like that because, like, you've got to remember that these characters have been around fucking ever. Forever. Like, it's not too long. It's too not long. a good thing that Theory was a literal child yes, when you were in the company. I was 24, that. Theory. Something oh, like that. I was like 12 years. There's a 17-year age gap between them. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, right, okay. Here's what DC is going to say. I was... Uh, what, what else do, like, children do? We've got them. We should know this. <sighs> So, wait a second. Tie you out? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Park, make you park some of your hopes and dreams and wonder if you're ever going to unpark them. Uh, <laughs> give, you, give you endless joy. Blah, 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 blah. They're never going to listen. These are going to be deleted by the time these kids are never going to watch wrestling. Um, I'm just trying to guess the wordplay because I think it's a potentially yeah, good, it's a good game. good idea. It could, be a, it could be a runner. It could be an absolute runner, this. Mm. I was scratching and clawing my way to the top when you were still in your father's balls. Ooh, he went there. He went there. Talk about that ball. <laughs> <laughs> so many balls on this road. I know, I know. He's going to say something yeah. that is going to conjure within the minds of, like, the, you know, the people who aren't absolutely demented and love this stuff earnestly. Like some ridiculous mental image that's just going to make it farcical. When you were... Graduating high school, I was schooling the likes of, I don't know, who's, who's Dolph Ziggler's big opponent? I don't know, why is he Tony D'Angelo? When, <laughs> when, when you're in high school, I just I was already bumping too much. Mm. And people mistook <laughs> this for being a main event level when wrestler. Were, when, when, in fact, when in fact, the main event wrestler is the guy who makes the guys bump. You were selling lemonade when I was selling too much, quite honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say... When I was bumping all over the place, you were reading Mr. Bump. That's right, it's a Mr. Bump. <laughs> Mr. Bump. Cut to Titantron. Here he is, Mr. Bump, with the bandages around him. We've nailed it. I also like, like the one eye in one direction, and the other one like, oh, my eyes bloody gone, I've hurt myself. Was that just Shawn Michaels? <laughs> I also like when I Googled Dolph Ziggler. It's not the first time they've been yeah. <laughs> compared. When I Google Dolph Ziggler, there's, you know... Intercontinental champion, Dolph Ziggler. Blonde. I've, I've, I've watched every one of his Raw promos. <laughs> I'm aware of his uh, spec. So, yeah, you've done that one uh, when he cut his hair short. And that's all of them. It is literally Spirit Squad, just ripped blonde, you yeah. know, arrogant bellend. Intercontinental champion. And then, yeah, that random time for like two weeks where they're like, cut your hair short and dye it brown. Just like the most generic creator wrestler I've ever seen. Yeah. And we'll make you hang out with Vicky Guerrero. So, see how that works out. Hang out with Vicky Guerrero. <laughs> Any day that we could see DC hanging out the back of him. <laughs> Will Dominic Mysterio join the Judgment Day? Yes. 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 Um, he's going to 
Dolph Ziggler and Dominic Mysterio <laughs> in a one-two preview punch should legitimately spell the death knell of this very company. Remember when Dolph Ziggler was uh, well, not beating people of importance, but they were trying to get over, like they were trying to give him the sleeper. He was a wrestler's wrestler, yeah, like beating losers with the sleeper just so that in big matches when he got one every six months, the commentator would like uh, he's beating everybody in the game with the sleeper. <laughs> Never happened. <laughs> you can't convince me it's happened. I watch the matches. At SummerSlam. Because when I thought he used to jump into it, and I'd be thinking, oh, he's going to hit the zigzag. That's, you know, quite a fun, impactful move. And he'd just jump on the back, and you'd go, oh, it's just a sleeper then. Okay. I don't even like the zigzag. I don't even like that. It's like he want to take a massive slam on your back. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to stop bumping for one second, pal? <laughs> You've actually got a match to win? Who were the worst for doing the um, self-rock bottom? You know, like where they sort of grab... Like grab Byron? Didn't, didn't Pirate Paul Birchill do like a flipping... I mean, oh, he did like the C4, bottom. didn't yeah. he? But like, no, the ones where they rock bottom themselves. So they like they grab like the face of their opponent and pull the face back. <laughs> oh, they've landed on their back. Like, that was uh, Mr. Kennedy, wasn't it? The mic check. Yes, that's it. Kennedy did the mic check, yeah. One, two. One, two. Is this, one? Is this one? one? That's what he should have said before he did it. And it might have got over. It's like a call and response. One, two. And then the crowd goes, it's this one. And then he just <laughs> rock bottoms himself. That's it. <laughs> Look at the goose thing he RKOing himself now. <laughs> Come on, let me go. Randy Orton's Morbius strip. Was it off the hell in a cell as well? Have I imagined? No, oh, no you've, imagined, you've imagined no, that. If you go and look at the story, I'm sure it was like uh, RKO's himself off the top of the hell in a cell. <laughs> <laughs> like, Blink sends himself flying. It's not It that. is, man. It is. And then it's like, it's your baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had one. I forgot what I was going to say about Dominic Mysterio. I was trying to make it matter. Oh, yeah, that's it. Um, what he's have got, you always said? He's got Ray up on his shoulders, right? And then he's going to hear what he thinks is his father's voice. Yeah. Keep your finger off the switch, Dom. <laughs> but he can't. And he flicks the switch. Electric chair. Yeah. On the ramp. Joins the Judgment Day. Is that tonight? or is that? Is, are, we, are we anticipating a match at SummerSlam? Edge? What's, I don't yeah, really I was going to say replay this as SummerSlam preview because it's happening there. Yeah. Ray, I, I was trying to like suggest last week that I don't hate this. Some of it is pretty terrible. It's really cheesy. They're sort of doing the work. Ray, uh, Ray and Edge are going to team up against Finn and Damian Priest, and Dominic's going to feel a little bit aggrieved mm. that his dad is more than happy to team. Like, Edge has been doing this whole thing, like, my past. Mm. Like, he's, uh, I've got to go to my past to be my future. It's rubbish, right? But, like, Ray is part of his past, and they've left Ray conveniently out of these vignettes and that. So it's going to be Ray and Edge. Got to go to the past. To see my future because my present is uh, <laughs> well, well, it's not great. What have I done in my present? What have I done in my goddamn legacy? Uh, yeah, get some goddamn air extensions. What have I done? Uh, so, like, Edge and, Ray, Edge and Ray, Dominic on the outside, feeling a little bit remorseful that he wasn't picked. And then. So, this is the penultimate Raw before SummerSlam as well. I edge back next week. Yeah. Well, maybe this week. Yeah, in the surprise, and he does his. Each and every one of you in the Judgment Day promo next week yeah. to build a match, possibly. Maybe he will come back. This Raw needs some added value for those poor punters. Like, well, I've got Logan Paul. Let's not go nuts with more entertainment than his nets. Let's not go big nuts. <laughs> um, just, t- just enough time to play uh, Not 20 Questions, I think. Okay. For those who are unaware, Not 20 Questions is the opposite of 20 Questions because it's not process of, el- of elimination. You have simply no questions. Hence, not 20 questions. Mm-hmm. And just pot look, think of the celebrity I'm thinking of, with the idea being the game's impossible and it's going to be an old time. If anyone eventually gets the celebrity I'm thinking of, boop, right now. Cameron Diaz. No. Ooh, when he reacted there, yeah. I think it's Susan Sarandon. No, it's Rory Bremner. Oh, oh I got one. Oh, you go. 
it's up to you. All right, I guess yours. Ross Kemp. Oof, close. Really? He is close. No, he's not. Uh, um, I'm going to go with... Um, I can get this, wait there. Got the middle add, yeah? Yeah, we're yeah, all okay, good. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go with... Um, Zoe Ball. Oof. Enrique Iglesias. Nice. I got one. Okay. Um, oh, he's in my, my he's in my mind because we talked about him on the news this morning. Uh, Tito Ortiz and his big watch. No. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with um, Louisa Zussman from The Apprentice. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Great, it's a deep ball. Close. I'm afraid it was a Mr. Sidney Poitier. Whoa. Ah. Well, let us know how you got on uh, and your thoughts on Raw, I suppose. We've well, got another game. Oh, Not 20 questions, but the wrestler edition. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, I've got one. Mabel. Close. That is, you are quite genuinely quite close. Um, I'm going to go with... Um, Seamus... Fellow failed King of the Ring. Max Moon. Good. Ma. Ma. That's why you were close. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wait there, wait both there. got ma. He just flushed up in the old uh, alumni section. Good try thing, right? Where I'm going to implant. Okay. All right. In Hamlet's mind, right? The person I'm thinking of, like, you know, those magic tricks, yeah, how yeah. they work, right? Like Darren Brown does it, doesn't he? Here's who I'm thinking of now. Wrestler. Who was it? Hacksaw Jim Duggan. No, it's the Warlord. Oh, <laughs> reasonably similar. Yeah, we're doing our best. Got one. In your mind, I am looking at Tom Zenk. No, man, Billy Kidman. Oh, oh. I was about to say that. I was going to say that then, if you let me. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I was going to guess S.A. Rios. You, don't, you, do, you haven't done one? You don't I one? did Max Moon. Uh, remember that? We'll always have math. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want to suggest, maybe if you want to suggest instead of a five-star review review, another game of 20 questions, or not 20 questions even, mm-hmm. then suggest that. Subscribe to What Culture Dressing on iTunes. <laughs> well, Complete 20 questions itself to make it go longer. I'm just trying to think how not 20 questions would work over Twitter. You just, like, reply to somebody. Uh, Mabel? No. Nope. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the game. Thanks for playing. Yeah. <laughs> they can't even say, right, I'm thinking of a wrestler. Yeah. This is not even the first bit of it. <laughs> Just tweet rats at people. This, oh. this is Andy Murray's name, a wrestler, all over again. Yeah. <laughs> we also, we'll save this one for tomorrow because we've ran long. And for the NXT preview, we also do do it with Footballers Edition as well. Yes. Mm. It's a lot of fun. At what culture WWE, if you want to just tweet a wrestler's name and confuse everyone else, uh, you can follow Michael Hamlet on Twitter at Michael Hamlet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at M Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at what culture WWE. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from. We've got the SmackDown and AW Rampage reviews right now. And our review of this show will drop into your feed tomorrow as soon as it is released if you subscribe. But for now, this has been the Raw Preview. My thanks to the Dadly Boys. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.